How much time till we're on? What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I mean. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, good evening to you. Hey, Woogie, how are you? Um, just Man, I'm re- good. Just to remind the, the listeners that uh, it's <laughs> rats back to his normal his normal two-day working week. Two-day working week. But Go- you know what he golf does? for the rest. You know what he does, though? Mm-hmm. I know he's got to do he's – he's filling in for Ian Healy tomorrow on breakfast on SCNQ. Oh, okay. So, oh, Jason, we've got to get up early. And I, he'll be listening to us tonight to get ideas for his show tomorrow. It's like every show. All of our colleagues <laughs> steal gear from us. Well, see, I know, I don't work Mondays and Tuesdays with you and Rat anymore, so I got to listen to Joel and Fletch yesterday, mm. and they have fair income stolen my TLT. Yeah. And, I, and they just absolutely murdered. And I'm sitting in an office yesterday going, they're taking the P155 <laughs> out of me, how and they a, love it. How good a fantail. Okay. Uh, hello had a to... packet of fantails, and I haven't had a fantail for years. I've got to say, it's one of my top five best lollies. Yeah, but you've got a refrigerator. I like it when it's really chewy. Mm. Mate, I'm off lollies at the moment. At the fruit bowl at Sports Day, in the Sports Day uh, office, is meant to have fruit in it. Mm. But your lovely wife, Beck, went out today and put a packet of snakes, <laughs> fantails, and I forgot what the other one Licorice. is. Licorice. Worst ever. Oh no, but it's it's the no, chocolate chocolate bullets. No, licorice is licorice is worse is nearly worse than Turkish delight. What? Mm-hmm. Geez, you're harsh. <laughs> Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, SCN eleven seventy, where they steal all of our content. SCNQ six ninety three AM in Brizzy, SCN sixteen twenty on the Goldie, SCN track stations, SCN Fanatic. And also those listening through the SCN app. Uh, our listeners through 2HD in Newcastle, through the Super Radio Network, We've got a treat for you coming up real soon. Um, your second row, the guy who's played 100 games for the Knights. In fact, did what, a couple of weeks ago at Leichhardt Oval? Lachlan Fitzgibbon uh, joining us on the show real soon. Um, I'm looking forward. To, is, I, I just want confirmation. I've seen photos of him sats in different light. Is there a tinge of ginge? I, I think there is. Now, I'm pretty sure that Lachlan Fitzgibbon hasn't got any children yet. No, I don't think they do. That'll be... Well, go by his Instagram. I can't, haven't seen Okay, him. I know he loves his dog. Yeah. Um, but having children will probably expose him as a potential ginger. Because, I mean, where does the... You've got two redhead twin daughters. Yeah. Where does the red come into it? Ronald McDonald. <laughs> I tell the kids that. Whenever we go to Macca's, we go, there's your dad. Just sitting there with that stupid grin on his face. Your hamburger. Oh, that's... <laughs> yes. Wait, <laughs> right, what's the uh, – you're dying to do it. Just do it. Come what? on. Get it out of the way early. What? You want to do – Oh, no, I'm reading – you know, it gives the, the – <laughs> and even though this is who are you, it's, we don't actually have a prize for tonight, but you can join in. I actually don't know the answer. Because – Well, that's yeah. good. Okay. Uh, born in California, 1987. His parents first 
noticed his acting and singing talent when he was only 11 years old. He signed up Peter Andre to an uh, to an agency. In 2002, he appeared in guest roles in television series ER and CSI. Oh, this is easy. He starred in Disney's High School Musical. It's George Musical. Clooney. No, he, was, he wasn't in High School Musical. He was in ER. Followed by the debut film. Oh, no, this is 17 again. It's Zac Efron. Bang, bang. How do you, how do you know Zac Efron? He's a, I love Zac Efron. He's good. He's really oh, good. Mm. Uh, also on the show tonight, we'll find out whether Will Warbrick uh, likes Zac Efron. We'll have a chat to this young storm winger. Well, he was a New Zealand Sevens player. He's actually a bit of an all-rounder as well. He's good at all sports. He's about six foot five. He's And they love their big wingers, Suliasi Vunavalu and yeah. uh, Will Warbrick now, the, the Melbourne Storm. But, uh, yeah, it's be interesting to talk to him about the, the transition to rugby league. Obviously, Suli is going back to rugby union. Frank and yeah, and yep. also Craig Bellamy. They just find them, don't they? Yeah, they I mean Paul Bunn, their recruitment manager. Uh he's he's been he's done a great job at Melbourne for a number of years. But their their process surrounding who they identify and the last meeting you get, you don't meet Craig Bellamy and Frank Panisi. You don't meet them until about the probably the third or fourth meeting, and that's a cup of coffee. Right. And the way that you treat the waiter slash waitress. With your manners and eye, your uh, your um, eye control is all plays a part. I don't think you'd go well then. No way. No. You'd you'd struggle. My handshake would be all right. My dad always taught me to have a really firm handshake. He'd say, "Firm handshake represents your personality." He used to crush your hand. Yeah, I don't like that. Really hard handshake. Callum Stone from Game Day Squad. He'll be joining us. This is the. This is the fantasy football meets player cards. But this is fantasy football with a with a twist. Yes. Yeah. This but, is where you can actually the cards you get, you can trade them. Yes. Or you can hold on to them. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like it's like the players card. Mm. I'm gonna ask him, he's gonna introduce a scratch and sniff uh thing, you know, like a feature so, to so the So if app. you get a player yeah. And you, there's a little section down the corner where you can scratch it. Yeah, no. And, and the smell is of the player's no, like no, no, aftershave? No, or? it's not the player. No, no, the smell is the, the bubble gum. Remember oh. you used to get with your player's well, cards? Saying, so if you get Tom Trebojevic yeah. and there's a little area that you scratch. What, he, what would he smell like? What would he smell like? What do if, you reckon? If he was a perfume or a aftershave, what would he smell like? Oh, it'd be one of the, it'd be one of the expensive ones like Yves Saint Laurent's. Okay, which player? Yeah, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Which player would smell like an old rotten jockstrap? Oh, that's Ben Hunt because he had memory. He was flogging that. Was it VB cologne? <laughs> you know, I mean, come on! You can't splash on beer as an aftershave. No, and he reckons it smelt nice. I reckon Aaron Woods. He'd smell like an old jockstrap. He's back at. Is he at Manly? Is that it's official? Manly. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a. Yeah, it's a. During season trade, who's a, who? What about? We'll probably talk about him when we when we chat to uh, Fitzgibbon from Newcastle. What would Tyson Frizzell smell like? Velvet. <laughs> He's smooth. He scares me. You're a creep. Like honestly, he or he <laughs> he chop you up into little bits and and. Just push you into a letterbox or something and then right go Right, okay. <laughs> Again, this is alleged. Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhound Racing. A couple of tips for Wenty Park tonight. Uh, new segment called Like It or Lump It. How's Did you that? do this last week? 
No. Okay, how, Danny Vass, how's that work? Have you heard the audio yet? No. Okay, so as content manager, can you tell us oh, hang you on. like it or lump it? Hang on. It says, intro. well, it says on the intro, like or loathe. Well, it used to be loathe, but the... Uh, yes! 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 Ugh, yeah. Like it or lump it? Um... Yeah, it's it's a little immature, to be honest. Well, it's a little lowbrow for me. This show is borders on immaturity. Have you got a like it or lump us, uh, lump it for us? Uh, send it through 0457-736-736. is our number. Uh, is the w- w- what is the biggest Australian sporting blunder of all time? What's that? Now this is based around the news. From Peter Bowl, who yeah, is our, oh, yes. our Olympic athlete, has been cleared by two independent laboratories for EPO. Of course, he's – and I'm a little bit embarrassed by this because I think we all, when when you've lived in this space before uh, with ASADA or WADA, the World Anti-Doping or, or, um, Association, um, usually when, a, when your first sample, your A sample comes back, your B sample – Regularly just just follows that. So I think we all had Peter Bowl, even though we put out a yeah. a, a really you know, heartwarming post on Instagram claiming his innocence. Everyone was sort of saying, "Yeah, I know Pete, we're, we're in your corner." But usually, if the A samples yeah you know, positive, the B sample is going to be the same. Well, it has been proven. Two independent laboratories have said he didn't have any trace of EPO. Um, this is back in his career was suspended back in January. Um, the Australian Sports Drug Laboratory, testing laboratory in October last year. That's when the test was taken and, and, and tested. And now he's been declared innocent and, and that he was not guilty and was set to be – and he, what it is, he was set to be named the Young Australian of the Year as well. And obviously that didn't go ahead. So watch this space because it's great that his name's been cleared for the time being. It's been cleared. Now, it hasn't been cleared completely yet because, you know, the ASDTL hasn't apparently dropped it officially and you know he's still going to have that little bit of a stigma about him unfortunately until this is actually there is some sort of release around it completely being dropped now it's it's as it has, you say it has, the, it has civil action written all over it it's susting this this um i don't know how you feel about it and listeners i'm so angry about this mm. i really am this like can you imagine how much what are we, two years away from an Olympic? Can you imagine how much this has cost this man in sponsorships? Mm. Like, there's going to be a lot of people who may not... Like, he hasn't been cleared. And like the first thing I'd be doing, if I was coming, if I was that government laboratory, I'd be coming out and saying, listen, we got this wrong. Yep. Um, it's been dropped and we apologise. And nothing short of that mm. is acceptable. This could be... This is destroying this man's life. The good part about if you want to look at a positive Peter Bowl is that he's very young at the moment and he has this, he has this great ability to not only you know, fight to clear his name, which he's doing and his legal team will do and continue to do and it's been proven now that he is a clean athlete, is that if he goes and wins competitions and wins medals, people will... There's going to be that. Yeah, the, the wave of emotion will support this, this guy through it. The good part about it is young and by the time he's retired... This won't even be a, a line in his, you know, in his um, in his career. I hope not. I hope not, Sats. Uh, I, I don't know what's holding them back. I mean, government bureaucrats, mm. they just so slow. Just work it out. 
get it sorted and let this man no, get on with his life. No, they've got a process they've got to follow. Ah, oh, stick your process yeah. where the sun doesn't shine. Yep. Seriously. Like this guy's career and his reputation, as you quite rightly say, has been damaged. Mm, exactly. Let's fix it, eh? Let's, people make mistakes. Get it. You know, mistakes do happen. Let's admit them and move on and apologise. Yep. You know, and then write a check, as you said on there <laughs> earlier. Hey, really quickly, if you were yep. a player card, and we've got some listeners, 0457 736 736. They're tell- sending in their um, their ideas about players and how they would smell if you could scratch a player card, what they would smell like. Hmm. What would you smell like? I, for you, Me. I, yeah, I, I reckon you'd be, I reckon you'd be something like um, buffalo wings or yeah. something like that. <laughs> I'm buffalo telling you, you're very close. I'm telling you, gravy. <laughs> when I cut myself, I don't, I don't have blood. It's just gravy. Can I tell us say something about you, Wookie? You're like, what? I've had a pretty, I've had a, had a pretty horrible couple of weeks, and yeah, you know, the old man's funeral's on Friday, and we're trying to plan for that. But you make me laugh, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's what I'm here for. Um, what else was I uh, going to mention? Oh, we were talking about this. Um, it's happened the last couple of days. I've been here, and I don't want to go back over. Broken ground, but Trenton Robinson has labelled Gus Gould's comments about Joseph Suali'i as ridiculous, and he, as and he's fearful of Rugby Australia. Is I, your ridiculous like my sussing? Did I say ridiculous? Yeah. Right, okay. But I yeah, I I heard Gus's comments and I thought they were a bit they were a bit rough. Do you know what I and we spoke about this at nauseam last night. And we had a lot of listeners that that weighed in as well, and we did again. We didn't get to every text message. We love to get to as many as we can, and. Now, I, I can see where Gus Gould is coming from. He is, as I said last night, he's a staunch protector of the game, as, as I am, Jace. You know, it's, and I hate seeing players leave the game. Now, good on the young man for going and getting money. He's going Absolutely. To play I get that. And, but park that aside. But he also said up front, this is the thing where I think there's a loophole in this. That's sorry to cut you off. Yeah. He always said, I'm going back to rugby. This is why Sal said, no, we'll pass things, no, mate. No, I'm not going back. I want to have the option Right, to so go it's, back. it shouldn't be a surprise. And Rugby League accepted him on those terms. Mm. So Gus is actually out of line no, because no, it, no. Was, it was laid out beforehand. No, no, Gus's comments, uh, well, they're raw. And, they're, and they come from a guy who just wants to protect the game. Okay. He would have nothing against Joseph Suali earning money. But he wants to protect the game and he wants to see the best players in the game. And as you said, you just, and Trent Robinson is always going to protect his players like any coach will and should. And he's come out and said, yeah, he, he said it's ridiculous, fearful of the, the Rugby Australia. And Gus Gould on his, on his podcast uh, today has come out and said, you mistake me for someone who cares what he says. That's Gould about Robinson. And uh, I fear nothing. I fear no one. So I don't know what he's talking about there. Um, I, I've got to say, I, I, I think Trent Robinson is right. I don't think the comment was ridiculous. Again, he's, he's wanted to protect the game. But I think we are all fearful of the Rugby Australia. As soon as Eddie Jones got named, before Eddie Jones got named, I don't think I was ever fearful of losing no, no, you're a right. key player. No, you're right. Yeah. But when he was in charge before, he always works in threes, doesn't he? Mm. Takiri, Rogers, Sailor. Well, there was a fourth player. Well, Andrew, Clint, Clint Andrew Kofoski went over as well. And Andrew, um, Andrew, Andrew, Indigenous player. Um, oh, Andrew Walker. Andrew Walker was another one yes. as well. So with Joseph Suali'i going, as soon as he got named coach, mm. Eddie Jones, straight away me, again, as a, as a staunch rugby league man who wants to protect the game and hates losing players, I was fearful straight away. 
So Trent Robinson's right. Well, he, he's going to go after Cam Murray. He has said that. He said this to Rat on our show. It was reported today on uh, one of the outlets, media outlets, saying that um, the CEO of, of, of Rugby Australia has said there is another high-profile player who we are currently in discussion with or who has reached out to us. Well, that's not Cam Murray. No, it wouldn't be because Cam Murray. Because Cam Murray has uh, been reportedly said that he won't talk to anyone. No, he won't, and he won't because he's at a club that he loves. He's a junior player at that club. And, yes, he's played he's rugby at school. But Cam Murray's not even an option. They shouldn't even but mention he will, but, but no, but he will. But he – no, Eddie's made it. Eddie's yeah. said this. He would go after Cam – he said it on our show that he'll go after Cam Murray. And the, the thing with no, Cam – No, he said, I like that Cam well, Murray. Well, that means he'll be going. In number 12, yeah, he said, uh, yeah. But, but the thing is with that – I don't reckon Cam Murray would go to rugby union because of his love for South. The only thing that might tempt him is the captaincy of the Wallabies. Mm. And he'd deserve it. Well. He would. Well, you can't throw a guy in only a couple of years into the game. Doesn't matter. Matty, he's a great Matty. man. And he's, he'll be the best looking Wallaby as well. Someone said to me the other day, but what about his face? I said, no, he's out in the centres. Don't worry about it. He's fine. Matt Rogers, Rat tells this great story when he signed with rugby and they said, we'll put you in the Barbarians team straight away. And I might be getting some of the details wrong. It's one of the great stories Rat tells. And and he gets put in, I think they played, yeah, they're playing over in, over in England. It might have been at Twickenham or one of these millennial stadiums, one of these great stadiums. And he said none of the players were talking to him, I think because he was a league that had come in yeah. and taken the place of someone else. And he was walking around this beautiful stadium and just you know, taking in the atmosphere. And... No one was talking to him. None of the players were talking because he's a leaguey. And anyway, yeah. all of a sudden, this empty stadium, he heard this, Matty Rogers. <laughs> and he said, I stuck my chest out like a peacock. And I said, see, people do know me. He goes, what the effing hell are you doing here? <laughs> I remember that. That was great. Hey, 0457 736 736. I want to ask this question. The only thing I have, we've got to go to a break. The only thing I'm worried about with Joseph Suali'i mm-hmm. is that contract doesn't commence till 2025? No, 25, yeah. So he's got 18 months. What happens, and I hope it doesn't happen, but what happens if he sustains a serious injury playing rugby league between now and then? It's a big risk for Rugby Australia, $5 million over three years. It's a massive risk. So, Well, it's risk versus reward, and they've obviously they've done the numbers yeah. on it, and they're willing to, to take that risk. Before we go to a break, Josh Schuster uh, is in doubt to line up against the Knights this week with a badly corked quite I want to ask our listeners and I know I'm 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 frothing at watching the next Wallabies match because of Eddie Jones and what's happening are you going to go back to rugby as a rugby league fan are you going to start watching rugby union now internationals I said last night to Rat I'll, I'll watch rugby to see how he goes well, that's it. and we had some listeners last night that said I'll be watching oh so it's not worth asking the question no still ask it again okay 0457 736 if you listen to our show last night you would have known that we spoke about it sorry mate I was actually slamming my hand in the car door at the time <laughs> I was busy <laughs> right so I couldn't um, 0457 736 736 will you watch Wallabies now with Eddie Jones back in charge and all the hype around rugby union break time when we come back we've got a ripper for you i'm looking forward to talking to this young bloke his name is lachlan fitzgibbon we'll chat to him next on sports day the award-winning seven-seat kia sorento kia's large suv available now at your nearest kia dealer this is sports day we'll be back soon 
Newcastle centres are as good as any combination. Fitzgibbon, try! Another one. The ball from Gamble and the the line run from Fitzgibbon. Yeah, Lachlan Fitzgibbon there scoring a try. In fact, he, he notched up his 100th game for the Knights at Leichhardt a couple of weeks Big ago. Effort. Scored a try in that mm. game. He's had a couple of wins so far this year and a couple of tries as well. Not a bad start to the season. Lachlan Fitzgibbon, welcome to Sports Day. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys having me on uh, this afternoon. But yeah, no, nah, it's 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 been a it's been a pretty good start for us. Um, you know, we're, we're two and two. We'd like to be, um, you know, three and one or four and zero, oh, but that's not to be. But you know, we're in a we're in a decent spot after uh, the first month of footy. Yeah, and it's interesting. And, and Sats, I want to get your views on this as well. Not many people have given you blokes a chance this year, and here you are sitting two from four, a good start to the season. Yeah, how do you get through that as a squad, Lockie? Like internally, how does Adam handle all that that external pressure with the with the team? Yeah, look, it's it's a bit like any team, you know. We we had a really strong preseason, and the emphasis on the preseason was, you know, to be to be a, a hard football team this year and a different football team to uh, the previous two years. And um, you know we don't we don't look into it too much. You know, every every seventeen players and every team go out there on the weekend um, thinking they're going to win. Well, I assume so anyway. And um, you know we, we've had a, we've had an okay start to the month. I think you know we probably let go of that Warriors game that was in balance there. And um, but you know every week um, we just keep talking about what we can do as a team to to get better each week. And you know I think from the first trial six weeks ago to, to round four on the weekend. I think we've progressed um, every week. How do you feel reaching a milestone? 100 games, it's 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 good to, just yourself, for yourself, your, your family, to celebrate those those important milestones? Yeah, massive, obviously. Um, you know, it's taken me a while to get to 100 games. I debuted way back in 2015, so a um, couple of injuries along the way. And, um, you know, I finally got there, which, you know, it was a big thing for me. Um, it was one of my goals for the previous couple of years and it wasn't to be. And obviously, um, massive for my family. I obviously realised how important it is to not only me, and um, but also my partner and, and my family. So, yeah, I was happy to get um, the 100 games down at Leichhardt. A great game. And I had, had about 50 of my closest friends all down there watching me. So, yeah, it was super special. Madden over Castrians from the Hunter. Mm. Now, um, Tyson Frizzell, he scares me. <laughs> okay, I've have never really met him up close, but I've interviewed him on a number of times for the media uh, when we do SEN League, uh, Lachlan, and he scares me. I've got to say, yep. I've never seen him smile. I think he's a serial killer outside of rugby league. That's just my opinion. Now, has anyone in the club ever seen him smile? Yeah, look, Frizz, he, he's a competitor. You probably don't see um, you know, that, that happy-go-lucky side of him whilst he's out in the footy field, um, you know, he's always, he's always in the game and he's, he's, he's got that, um, he's, he's a type of like you want to follow in the battle, that's for sure. But no, off the field, he, he's, a, he's a family man and he actually is, he, he cracks a smile and a laugh every every so often. But um, on the footy field, yeah, I, I can, I know what you mean. I, I hate, I used to hate having to come up against you, so. Glad he's been on our side for the last few seasons, that's for sure. I hate to get room with him. I reckon he'd slit your throat <laughs> if his stole is twisty or something. <laughs> These are massive allegations. Yeah, yeah. Now, Tyson Gamble, Tyson Gamble's come to the club and um, he's you're playing on the same side as Tyson. He's, he, 
when he was at the Brisbane Broncos and he played Lachlan, most of the times they won. And he's having a really good mm. effect on this Newcastle side as well. And I think it just comes down to how much of a competitor he is. Is, is that what you're seeing as a guy that sees him sort of every second of the day? Uh, absolutely. Hit nail on the head. He's the most competitive person out in the footy field that, you know, I've, I've ever played with. Um, you know, and he gets under opposition skin. Mm. And I've been, I've been on the other end of that. And I've um, gambled a few times when he was playing for the Broncos. And, and he's someone you want on your team. Um, but not only that, look, he, he possesses a lot of skill. He's a, he's a big body. Um, you know, he gets his body in front in defence. And um, as you saw on the weekend, he's a really good ball player. And, you know, he set up a few tries um, on the weekend. And, you know, he's been a massive addition for us. Um, you know, losing KP wasn't ideal, but, but to have someone there, the, the quality and calibre of players um, Gamble is, he, he slotted right in. He's been seamless. And, um, you know, he should, he'll be in our side for the rest of the year, I'd imagine. He's stayed injury-free. Is your uh, nickname uh, Fitzel? I um, I see a former teammate, Andrew McCulloch. Macca is, uh, keeps calling that on Instagram. Not that you're on Instagram that much. I was having a bit of a stalk today. Uh, is he a bit of a yeah. pest uh, towards you on Instagram? Look, I, I don't know if you fellas know Andrew McCulloch, but he's very well. Um, he can be he can be a pest. Yes, very well. I'm imagining, but he's one of the he's one of the greats, Macca and. It actually came. My nickname is, is not Fitzel. Obviously, it's either Fitz or Fitzy, as, as you could imagine. Um, but I think um, it, it came back um, when Mitch, when both Mitchell Pearce and Andrew McCulloch. I can't believe he even brought this up or he was commenting on my photos. But yeah, Mitchell Pearce, the, the funny cat Mitchell Pearce, he sometimes just decided to change my nickname for some reason. And, and Macca thought it was hilarious. And so Macca then calls me Fitzel as a rip-off the junior is a bit of a weird one, so I started calling him Maxwell, as stupid as it sounds. But <laughs> yeah, that's where that come from. Uh, he's Nothing a part more than that. It's absolutely ridiculous. He's a part yeah, of the SEN absolutely. family, and I was just I was going through Instagram. I got to find. I know you're into dogs and all that sort of stuff. I see the photo with the dog and, and the missus there, and then I'm going. Yeah. When you put up photos, Andrew McCulloch just goes, doesn't say anything else but Fitzel. Oh no, he's he's. He's still in the group chat in um, one of the WhatsApp boys from the Newcastle boys, and and every time we have a good game or have a, have a loss, he just he just sprays us and just write, we'll write something just like Fitzel with a handshake emoji. He, he's quality, but he's one of the best. Oh, what a pest! Now, there's been some um, conversation and some debate before we got you on the phone, Lachlan. Now we're looking at your beard from your profile. Is there ginger in your DNA? There has to be. <laughs> Look, there, there is. I'll tell you the one thing I'm more worried about than the ginger in my beard is the grey in my hair. Um, it, that that that's running rife at the moment. It's just unbelievable. But um, there is no ginger in my family, which is I, I know it's probably hard to believe because when this beard goes out, it goes out a bit of it's uncontrollable at the moment. And yes, there is a little bit of red in there with a tinge of grey. And um, yeah, that my my head on my my hair on my head is the, the the most I've got to worry about. It's, it's turning grey fast. I'm only 29, so I think I'm in some trouble. Tyson Gamble will give you greys. Now, I've heard you on your interviews now and then about how much you and your partner love your, love your dog. What, what, sort of, what sort of dog is it? Mm. I've got a two-year-old border collie named Billy. Yep. Um, he, he can be hard work, but um, look, I love him. He's, he's like, I don't, we don't have any kids, uh, me and my partner, so he's our little 
he's our little two-year-old, but uh, he's a smart dog, as you probably know, Border Collies. Yeah. Now, South New- Newcastle Junior, I mean, yeah, my family is all from around the Hunter, around uh, Raymond Terrace and East Maitland and, and Curry Curry. Um, who's going okay in the local league? Have you, you kept an eye on it at the start of the local league yet? Well, yeah, I actually do. I'm a, um, you know, obviously being a Newcastle um, boy and a South Junior, I've got a lot of mates who are still playing the local league. Um, they just had round one on the weekend, yeah. so their, their first game. Um, South got touched up um, by, I think, at Cessnock, actually. It was out at Cessnock, and, you know, it's always out, the back, out at Cessnock. It's always a bit of a, a graveyard. So uh, they got touched up on the weekend, but. Um, yeah, so no, I'll try to I'll try to get down to a few um, local league games um, when they're played around town. They're always good, strong competition down yeah, here. Really so I, yeah. get, I like to get down there. Now, Sats and I are massive fans of uh, of trivia, Fitzel. Um, I need to ask you, why did Corey <laughs> Norman uh, used to beat you at trivia? Corey Norman at trivia. Now this is this is a question that's been no sent idea. in. From Macca in Brisbane it says, "Ask him why Corey Norman used to beat him at trivia." Where's the link with Corey Norman? <laughs> I'm assuming this is Andrew McCulloch. Yeah, I, I don't. I have no link with um, Corey Norman. Versed him a couple of times, but in trivia, I don't know. I might be missing something here that Macca's trying to stitch me up with. All right, ask him another question. I'm going to get okay. Yeah. Now, what we like to do with our with our guests, um, Fritzel, is we like to um, <laughs> we like to put them under the the Sports Day blowtorch. Now. If you had two tickets to the the best event around the world, let's let's just use Super Bowl. If you're an NFL fan, you can take one of the yep. two tickets. Who's the other teammate that you're taking, yep. and why? Oh, teammate. Yep, teammate. Um, ah, jeez, jeez. I would have said if if this was last year, I would have said definitely Mitch Barnett. He can be a quality good time, and yep. he's, he's someone good to have in your corner. But current teammate, who would I take? Either you, you, know you don't take, like many of your teammates, you are, or there's too many yeah. to pick from. No, no I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to think who'd be the most fun over there. Um, I'd take my new halfback, Jacko Hastings. Oh, I reckon nice. he could, um, he'd either know somewhere, yeah, know someone over in. He's, he's got all the hookups, Jacko, as you probably know. <laughs> he knows everyone, and he's good for everything. So. Um, yeah, I'll take him on the trip, and, and I heard he's good time, so definitely Jacko. Okay, if there's one teammate who is just just doesn't stop talking, and you can mute them for 24 hours. <laughs> um, young, I, I don't know, young Bailey Hodgson. Yeah, Bailey Hodgson. Yeah, he's uh, he's the young, yeah, he's the young um, Pommy fullback who's been with us a few times now, and um, it's where he's played 300 games. Ten tests for um, <laughs> Great Britain. He's just just all over this old young young Hodge. But he's a great man. But sometimes I just wish I'd like you said, put him on mute. Definitely him. First player to leave on Mad Monday. First player to leave. Ah, oh, jeez. Who was? Who, I'm just trying to think back. Who, who was the first player to leave on Mad Monday? And they got to had too much to drink and had to leave, or they just either way. They, or just backdoor. Um, we had Jared Wallace leave yeah. Mad Monday at five thirty in the afternoon after having a coffee. Yeah, it's embarrassing. One day. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, no way. That's yeah, Hinkham. that's fact. Yeah, no that's way. Fact. Um, yeah, that's that, that's a bit average, isn't it? 
Um, first, <laughs> oh, I got one, Jaden Braley. Oh, really? Jaden Braley, yeah? hands down. He, he let, yep, really, really. We we joke with him all the time. Got to get his his lovely partner, uh, Lil. We fake phone call to get Lil to pick him up all the time when he's having a beer. Yeah. Just not the greatest drinker, and and sometimes, like you say, he just backdoors it without anyone knowing. <laughs> but definitely Braley. Okay, last one from me, anyway, uh, Fitzel, is um, <laughs> if you had one teammate that had to tell a joke <laughs> to save your life and make everyone laugh, which teammate would it be? Right. A joke. Jeez. Um, uh, oh, two's good. Two's been good quality. <laughs> Jack Hetherington. He's, oh, he's yeah. fine. If he's anything he's like wild, his old man, I can understand wild, that. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a wild man, for a laugh. You could follow him around all day and you could, you could make a movie out of it. And he's got the stories to match, so definitely Ezra. That's great. Now, before we let you go, Lachlan, uh, yeah. I have I have sorts uh, clarification mm-hmm. on that trivia question. And this is how this is how crap <laughs> Macker is. He goes, oh, I thought it was Tyson Frizzell yeah. you are talking about. <laughs> So, oh my god, there, there you go. There, there's yeah. there's knackered to a T. Yeah, oh, we've got him working or... for us. I oh, know. There you go. Ah, he's gone. He, we'll get rid mate. But listen, he's a Dolby boy. Listen, next time you see Tyson Frizzell, ask him what he's like in trivia against Corey Norman. Yeah, Bang. there you go. Then he'll no. kill you. Yeah, I know. It's an odd one. <laughs> Fred, that would be a weird one. Fred, you thinking, what the? What are you yeah. talking about, bitch? I have no idea. No, he'd say, what are you talking about? Yeah. Fitzel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, that's going to oh, stick geez. forever now. Okay, he's good, Mac. I'm going to I'm gonna have to message him after this and get into it. Yeah, you, you can start calling me Maxwell, too. Yeah, they're Maxwell. Nothing like that either. Yeah, right, yeah, I'll what do you got? That. You got Manly this week? There Good you stuff. Go. Maxwell, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big game this week. Love watching you play. Yeah, Pixel. Manly this weekend. Yeah. Beauty, mate. It's been good. <laughs> I appreciate it, fellas. Yeah, no, big game. Go the Rangers, mate. As the father of twin Rangers, we're looking after you, mate. Good luck this week. And Lachlan Fitzgibbon from the Newcastle Knights. <laughs> Our listeners through 2HD, mate. Love you. Appreciate it, man. And thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, fellas. All the best. Appreciate you having me on. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here for your Wednesday night. Gee, the week's going quick. Have you missed me the last couple of days? You no, would have. Well, yeah, no, you did. The listeners should tell <laughs> you that. Was, from, was uh, Beryl from Birong, uh, no. was she frothing, uh, wanting to know where I was? No. Nope. Oh. Game day squad, create, coach, compete in fantasy footy. I'm, this is uh, taking over. It, it is, but it's, it, I, Sats, I'm no good at this as well. I'm no good at this. It's like your children. You've just got to you got to nurture it. You've got to keep an eye on it all the time. You can't just let it go. You know my kids. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't good at that either. Yeah. Uh, joining us now from Game Day Squad is Callum Stone. G'day, Callum. Hey, fellas. How you doing? Yeah, good, 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 mate. Got you on because we need your help. Oh, well, I need your help anyway. I'm currently sitting seven hundred and sixty-eight. On 879 points, and I see the leader is on 3,000 points. Mate, I need help. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a competitive uh, competitive start to the year, which is awesome because it just means that people love love footy and everyone's excited. Footy's back, and a lot of people are spending a bit of time playing fantasy sport, which is awesome. It's uh, I don't know if uh, for your listeners out there if they haven't played it before. If you love your footy, fantasy sport is a perfect game that goes along with it because yeah, it's just about using the knowledge that you pick up from watching all the games on the weekend and putting it into practice against your mates and seeing who comes out on top. Yeah, the website and especially the app as well. It's really easy to navigate. Um, now, Callum, can I ask you? I look at my cards, and all my players are gathering really good points. I've got some some couple of smoky players that are going really well. Matt Dory from Parramatta accumulates a lot of points. Tom Gilbert from the from the Dolphins. Now, positional wise, outside of goal kickers and the regular point scorers that attract a lot of the the fantasy points, is there a position that usually each week is attracting the most amount of points? Yeah, I, I would say it's still your halves. People people go 50-50 on whether they want to put the spend the salary cap on the halves or on the winger fullback spots because they just seem to be where the superstars of the game are. So on the weekend, for example, Nico Hines came back and he scored the highest score. He scored 107 points, which was just an awesome game. He dominated. Put that in perspective, the highest score before him was Turbo the week before on um, 90 points. So the players that can get their hands on the footy, regardless of where that is, um, yeah, generally dominate the game. But in saying that, the leader of game day squad at the moment for the season is actually Grant in the hooker position. So yeah, while traditionally it's those positions, it, yeah, if someone's playing well, they can still uh, yeah be doing well. Now the exciting part about this, Callum, is each week, if you're just for signing up on the app, you get a new pack of cards, just like you got your, your scaling cards back in the 70s and 80s. So you get a new pack of cards every Monday to open up. Correct. Yeah. So sometimes if you're if you're like yourself and you're not happy with how you went on the weekend on a Monday just for jumping on the app, there should be three player cards sitting there and packs ready to open. So hopefully you get some good players. Um. Yeah. Last thing you want is after a poor weekend to get some some duds in the pack. So yeah, something to get your Monday going. Hopefully you get some good players. Now scooter thirteen, which is me. I'm sitting 161 first on the leaderboard. How's that possible? Because I've got good players, and the good part about it, I've got Tommy Trebojevic. And I don't ever want to trade him, even when he gets injured. And just say he was out for the rest of the season, I would just, I just put him to the side as a reserve, wouldn't I, Callum? Because I hold on to him for future in case I want to sell him. Yeah, correct. So one thing that we do different from the other fantasy platforms is we're what we call a dynasty platform, which means we don't reset our squads at the end of the year. So that Tommy Turbo card you have, you actually have that card forever. So if you think he's going to be a gun in the competition for the next 5, 10, 15 years, then, yeah, there's no point getting rid of him off a you know, hamstring injury or a bad run of form. Nice. Would you have Lomax? I'm, going to, I'm updating my team as we do the interview. Would you have Lomax or Jennings in the centres? Lomax. Okay, he's a goal look. kicker. Oh, right. Okay. Oh. He's not going too well, though. Yeah, I was going to say, we're avoiding the, uh, the, the Dragons players at the moment. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we'd be, yeah, not too well, not too well. But, um, yeah, that's the thing about game day squad. Everyone can sit here and be like, I think this person's going to do well or I think that's going to be the person's going to do well. And that's the beauty about fantasy sport. You can go against other people and what they think. And, yeah, ultimately there'll be a competition and people can see who comes out on top. Good stuff. I'm loving it. Yeah, right. Where do we go to, to sign up? GameDaySquad.com.au if you're on your desktop or if you've got your phone there, jump on and download the Game Day Squad app from either the Google Store or the Apple Store. So it's free to download, it's free to play, so anyone can jump in and get started. Now, the only thing you need to do, you've got to have some sort of scratch and sniff type 
feature on the app so I can smell that. Remember that Scanlon's uh, bubble gum you used to get out of the pack? Can you make that happen, Callum? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have spoken to Apple about trying to get that, but they, they said it's too difficult. We'd have to sell no it with all the phones and, yeah, too much, too, much, uh, too much work to do. So, unfortunately, we'll, we'll see what we can do. The way technology is going, maybe in the future we can build something in. Rightio. Game day squad. Uh, create, coach, compete in fantasy footy. Be the coach and win. Play for free today. Callum Stone from Game Day Squad. Thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Got some breaking news uh, from your good mate, James Hooper, from NRL 360. Uh, Surely this, they're chasing this guy, the West Tigers, as a coaching role. No, no, they're playing. No. West Tigers are allegedly targeting Mitchell Pearce for a contract at the club. What? 2024 at the West Tigers. Yeah, like I said, he's 33 years. He turns 34 next week. Please. Oh, in about 10 days or so. Seriously. Mm. West Tigers fans. And I know you spoke to the great Tim Sheens last night, but is that their plan moving forward? It can't be. And where does Brooks go? Well, he's off contract. Nah, it's got to be It's got to be a coaching role. It's got to be like no, a no, halves no, no, coaching No, 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 it's role. a playing. It's a playing role. It can't be. 0457-736-736. What do you think, West Tigers fans? Is it time to find a new team, perhaps? No, don't say that. Ryan from Byron Bay. Did league suffer in the past when Sailor, Lottie and the Rat went to rugby? No. And I will be fine. Let's move on and concentrate on the future. Good point. Sonny Bill, when he left as well. Any more then? Uh, talking about the smells, if you, if you scratch the player's card, Tyson Gamble would smell like a velvet sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, good point. Right, I keep your text coming through. I promise you, we're going to get to a lot of them in a moment. Plus, it's we're going to do this as well. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, like it or lump it on the way on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to an hour two on a Wednesday night. Normally a very quiet night in the uh, land of rugby league, but plenty Plenty going on in the old game tonight. Rugby league. Uh, coming up soon, Will Warbrick uh, from the Melbourne Storm will be joining us uh, on the show. And, of course, there's been some breaking news out of the NRL this afternoon and tonight. Welcome to NRL 180, dissecting the big talking points from half the angles. And we are going to get to your text message as well, but the breaking news is that apparently the West Tigers, according to James Hooper on NRL 360... Um, apparently they're talking to Mitchell Pearce about making a return to the Tigers next year. Now, I, 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 I look, he's got to be better than Brooks. But is that your answer? to the Surely, Sats, surely, if this is true, it's got to be 
in a halves coaching capacity. It can't be as a player. Well, Mark has uh, said, Sats, I respect your opinion. Just on Mitchell Pearce, I don't think it's such a bad idea. Why don't you like it? My biggest concern is, is, is that the only idea or is that the go-to idea to a 34-year-old who turns 34 in the first week of April as opposed to uh, maybe a player where they wouldn't have – if you got him at the right money, he wouldn't be bad to get there as, as, a, as a player that just is a backup or helps the young halves and mm. maybe plays 12 or 13 games a season. But I just feel as though that Mitchell is the great competitor he is and – if you got him at the right price, you'd bring him. I would bring him back for well, a one so year. What's the right price? Well, if you had to pay him two hundred fifty, three hundred a year, that's a lot of money for well, a thirty-four-year-old half. It is, but it's it's bordering on the average of what a first-grade rugby league player is getting paid. It's not Tom Brady, mate. No, he's not. Well, he's not going to get thirty-four million either. So, <laughs> no, good point. But in saying that, um, my, my biggest concern is: is this the only option? Now, maybe the West Tigers are just throwing this out there. If it is true. If it is true, and it's only an Are allegation. Are you suggesting at the James Super? Maybe they're just throwing this out there just to see how everyone responds to it. Can I? Yeah, well, I hate that happening. Honestly, I don't like that stuff when it's just thrown out into the media. But what, why can't these clubs do what Cronulla Sharks have done superbly? They've taken a guy who was the second string fullback, very good fullback at the Melbourne Storm. And have turned him into a game-changing number seven at the Sharks. And, of course, I talk about Nico Hines. Yeah, I mean, it's a good argument. If I was the West Tigers, I'd be going after Connor Tracy from Cronulla. He's a guy that played um, at South for a couple of had a couple of really bad knee injuries. He's come back at Cronulla. He plays – he usually plays in the halves, but he's played hooker. He's played fullback – sorry, centre, fullback. He's an outstanding athlete and – you're right. You're going to cough, mate. All right, you cough. Fantails. But he's, a, he's an outstanding player. He's super quick. And with someone like Tim Sheens at the club, if there's any coach that's going to turn a player that has spent time in the halves, centre, fullback, he's the man that could do it. If I'm the West Tigers, I'm, I'm getting Connor Tracy at a really good price, a blistering athlete yep. who could make a difference. Mark, uh, oh, Sats, that was, I respect your decision. Hey, gents, uh, Mitchell to the Tigers, that place is turning into a retirement village. That's Michael from Des Moines. Uh, Pierce, considering how unsuccessful Luke Brooks has been for the past decade, Mitchell Pierce doesn't seem like a bad alternative. That's Gavin from Penrith. Thanks, Gav. Steve says, uh, that's gold. Pierce to the Tigers, that should have been the last laugh. And he also said, welcome back, Wiggy, your, your flog. That's nice. <laughs> Yeah, we have one here also from 181. Yeah, what are the other suggestions? Well, well you not, just gave? Yeah, well, there's not a lot of halves that are that are on the market, but there are there are guys that, like your Nico Hines, like the ones that can play any position. And as I said, that's my option. I, I'd, I'd be going after Connor Tracy. Yeah, because, yeah, if you're looking for an experienced, ready-made halfback, as we know, there aren't many around. This is why... You've you've got the likes of halfbacks now earning a million dollars plus a year yep. because there aren't any. And Moses is a great example of that. Mm. So do what the shark. I, I think what the sharks have done is unbelievable. The good part about they missed out. Sorry, they missed out on Adam Reynolds. Yep. So they went and found a player they believed could play halfback. Yeah, and the good part about Nico is he wasn't he wasn't tainted by any other. So he hadn't been in one position for a long time. Yep. He had a, he had a go. At, 
five eight, yep. a, a stint at fullback and one at fourteen, and they throw him at lock when they had to. He, he spent ten or fifteen minutes in the centres one game, so he wasn't tainted by a position. That, he wasn't yeah. put into a pigeon. He wasn't yeah. pigeonholed. So those players have the ability to go to a club, and their mind is open. Yep, and they're willing to if if they've got a great work ethic, they're willing to learn and. This is where I think Connor Tracy would be perfect for a club like the West Tigers. Yeah, good idea. What do you think? 0457 736 736. The other news just on Nico Hines. Uh, I spoke to Joel Fletch this afternoon. Says he wants to stay in Cronulla uh, for the rest of his playing career, looking at property, and would like to be the head coach one day. So, um, geez, they've got themselves a good in there, Cronulla. I really like I, – I, I can't speak highly enough about what they've done. I really love what they're, what they're doing there. Uh, Sats, what about Braden Trindle? Maybe it's just been made public because George Williams' club has said no. Mm. Braden Trindle be good. Um, he's playing great footy. Looks like he's trimmed up a little bit and he's able to sort of stay within the game, late in the game as well. So, yeah, when Hines is now back, you've got Hines, you've got Moylan. Where does Trindle fit into the situation? Many are saying they'd have Trindle and Hines in the halves and maybe put Moylan to 14, whatever it may be. He's now the good part about what ha, what is happening with these players like Trindles is they're now proving to other clubs yeah. that they can withstand week in week out rugby league and a yeah. really good side. So Christos has said that as well. Yeah, he's, why he's, don't they go for Trindle? Yeah, he's put him he's put himself on the market or, or an interest to another club and and to be paid really handsomely for it as well. Dy Dragon's been on the text. Thanks for your text, Dy Dragon. Fan tales are up there with minties for tearing out fillings and yeah. teeth. Hard pass uh, on Pierce still. Daniel from Prairiewood. Gents with the West Tigers pursuing a 33, turning 34-year-old and Mitchell Pierce. What sort of message does it send to the incumbent halves at joint venture clubs? Pierce, whilst an experienced seven, like foreign at the Titans, had been a great... He'd be a great mentor for a young halfback coming be. through the grades. Of West. And that's what I thought when you first told me this. Well, Titans got Kieran foreign at the right price. And, and he's there to do a role. Yeah. Um... With Mitchell, who's been playing at the Catalans over in the UK Super League the last two years, um, at 34, it's going to be really difficult on his body to go from playing in a comp in the UK Super League and then coming back to the NRL. It's different if you stay in the NRL like like Kieran has. He'd play them more direct. He'd get them around the field good. He'd be able to partner with Happy Coruscant. I get that. But when you're a club that – I think when you're a club that has been really struggling – to get the best interest of the public at heart um, and get their support with the decisions that you make, it's a risky one. It's Phil, a risky decision. Phil and Mudgy says this, guys. I'll say the Tigers will get Whiten and then down the line, George Williams, ex-teammates, that'll be their best halves combo. Now, White wants to win a premiership, and I don't. he's not going to win one at the Tigers, West Tigers. Well, everyone wants to win a, a, a premiership. No, but he's looking for a club. Where he's going to have premiership ex- ex- success See that, if, and earn a, a stack of money. If every player has that attitude, it just weakens the comp. You know, stay at the club, become part of the recruitment drive, and and um, and try and win a, a competition at the club you're what? at. The one that you've spent your career at. Sads? Mm. Seriously? That's what? that's what the uh, look at the Roosters. Yeah. Look at the Broncos. That's yeah. what happens already. What do you mean? They're the ones who get the best players in the game to win premierships. They, but, they don't rebuild. No, what I'm, yeah, I know. I, I get that. But if every player had the had the attitude of, I just want to go to a club to win a comp, I mean, all the other clubs just miss out. But wouldn't you? If you're, if you're an Origin player, mm-hmm. a Kangaroo player, 
one of the stars of the game in, in Jack White and wouldn't – I would demand that. I would demand to be at the best club earning the best money. Or you could say, I want to be the reason why this club wins a competition. No, that's too hard. <laughs> I want the easy way. I look at Craig Gow as a perfect example. He's a Penrith boy. You know, played his whole career at Penrith until he went to the UK and um, sorry, and over played rugby and came back to Newcastle for a year. But, I mean, he could have gone to every club in the competition as a 21, 22-year-old hooker come halfback. He'd knock back everyone to say to the Penrith Panthers and say, no, I'm I'm going to win a comp here. Mm. We've got a wooden spoon in 2001. So yeah, that's the attitude that these marquee players have to have at their current clubs. Yeah, that's cool. the attitude I'd love Jack Whiten to have. And I've got no doubt he, he he will because he loves Ricky and vice versa. He loves the club. And he's just doing what any manager would do. They're going to test the market and they're going to see what's out there. I reckon it'll be hard for him to leave Ricky. So do I. So do I. They, they are very close, those two. Right, I've got to go to a break because Will Warbrick from the Melbourne Storm standing by to chat to us next on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It comes for King on the angle. Oh, he gets a pass to Peasant, who then gets a wonderful flick. Warbrick over for his first NRL try. Oh, what a special moment. That would have been the winger for the Melbourne Storm. What an athlete. Oh, what a top athlete, mm. Will Warbrick. And also, not just an athlete... He's also a bloody good removalist, moving house today, taking time out to join us on Sports Day. Welcome, Will. Hey, how's it going? Now, we're good. We're very good. There. We've got to ask you this question. This is the this is the hard question straight off the top here. You're moving house. Who are you moving in with? Uh, um, I'm moving in with a big Fijian, uh, Tui Kamakamifa. Oh, big Tui. Now, listen. He'll be able to carry a I, couch on his own, won't I he? love Tui. Now, I've watched a lot of <laughs> yeah. Tui. I've watched a lot of Tui in the Host Plus Queensland Cup when he's playing for the Sunny Coast Falcons before he um, played regular first grade, Will. And you can confirm or deny for the listeners that when he takes his shirt off, he looks like he's carved out of stone. <laughs> uh, that's pretty easy. I can confirm that. <laughs> Different. <laughs> oh, I want to ask you this as well because you got you're going to have rules as housemates. Like seriously, I, I'm thinking he's going to do 75 percent eating of the food in the cupboard. Have you worked out a system where you don't go and go halves in the groceries when he's going to eat more than you? Uh, I think it's just more like whatever he he say, uh, I just do kind of thing. So <laughs> he's definitely leading the uh, you know. Alpha charge there, so <laughs> no, it's it's good. He's he's he was one of the first guys that sort of um, um, took me under his wing at the club. So um, we've had a pretty good relationship since I've been here. No, he's a lovely guy too. He now uh, has he to to break. Yeah, usually when you break a house and you have the boys around, you have a few beers and pizza, whatever it may be. Will there be a carver session? Oh God. <laughs> yeah, there, there probably uh, will be a carver session very soon, but they'll have to wait until after. The, the game this Friday, and then I'm sure some of the boys will be trying to come over this weekend. Now, Will, um, life in Melbourne. Now, you come from the Bay of Plenty, beautiful part of New Zealand. Now, are you still a full cream milk 
with your coffee or you're drinking uh, oat milk is. or yak milk yet no. now that you've moved to Melbourne? <laughs> yeah, to be honest, when I first got here, I don't know there was other options than full cream <laughs> milk when I got to the cafe. So um, I still don't even know what the different milks are. There's soy, there's almond, there's oat. I don't even know. So I just keep it pretty simple. Um, <laughs> and it man. does the job, so I'm happy. Yeah, good stuff. Now, loving the way that you've transitioned into rugby league, you're a really good athlete. You've been involved in a number of sports, but um, loving watching you playing at the moment. And Melbourne Storm, it, it's synonymous their pre-season with being one of the, the hardest. Did you ever get did you get prior warning before going to Melbourne for your first pre-season how tough it was going to be? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, I sort of had my uh, manager sort of give me a heads up about it and I've heard it through through the grapevine kind of thing about um, you know, how hard um, this club works and um, especially with the pre-season it's, uh, it's pretty notorious so I can confirm that as true. Um, I'm doing two now, so having done two, so yeah, and it, it's a lot of hard work. I think for me, I was probably more surprised by the volume of training we do. So yeah, that, that took a bit of getting used to coming from sevens. Yeah, if you get through it, you you become a better athlete with it. Now, um, we've seen throughout the week that Joseph Suwali comes from a rugby union background. He's and rugby league. He's going across the rugby union. You've done the reverse rugby union back to league is there with the transition has there been some areas of the game that you're still trying to get used to your timing um especially coming from sevens as well yeah yeah um especially coming from sevens i feel like the two the two codes are complete different i mean um both are pretty high pace and fast but in terms of like the contact and um the volume of work you're doing and and uh, league, you're you're running just as much in terms of with the ball. You're having just as many carries, probably making more tackles. You you got more people involved in the tackles. So um, it has been a bit of a transition, especially last season. I think I knew it was going to be a challenge, but uh, it gave me a bit more of a a fright, I guess, in terms of I really had to sort of take my time and be patient and like really study and learn the game properly and get a bit of experience as well. Is this your first crack at rugby league, even as a, as a kid growing up? No, I've played rugby league. Um, you know, I've had a couple of seasons at high school, but obviously that's that's a pretty, you know, that's club level. And um, my hometown, hometown that I was raised in, it's actually a rugby league town. Um, the only senior team we have there, it's a, uh, it's a rugby league team. So I've been surrounded by it. Um, growing up and whatnot, but yeah, I feel like when I first come into the Melbourne environment, uh, I felt like I was just starting from scratch, you know, like right from zero. So yeah, we normally have uh, Matt Rogers working with us. Well, he only does two days a week, so uh, he's not with us tonight. He said going from rugby league to rugby union, big difference, mm. you know, uh, with who he played with and, and, and the wives, girlfriends and the whole thing around rugby. What's the big difference you've noticed coming from rugby union sevens going to rugby league? Like what's the, what's the big thing as you've the noticed? players? You're talking about the, the Outside, personalities? Out, yeah, but, but around it as well, you know, like partners, all that sort of stuff. Is there something you've noticed that stands out? I, I guess the question I'm asking, um, are rugby league people as classy as rugby union sevens <laughs> people? That's the question. <laughs> Oh, to be honest, I don't have an answer for you there. Um, <laughs> Good I answer. Think I, I, yeah, 
what I have noticed, especially since I've been in Australia and been in Melbourne, is just the sort of you know how how big the game is here. Um, obviously, it's kind of it's big in New Zealand, but the All Blacks are sort of much more followed and popular compared to like the Warriors. So being here and seeing how big um, you know ours and how much followers it has and and the fans. I mean, the fans are pretty pretty passionate here. So I think that's been a bit of a eye-opening experience for myself. Um, yeah, just definitely that. May Rogers says the front rowers in rugby play chess. The front rowers in rugby league play euchre cards. That's the yeah, difference. Right. Now, um, when it comes to <laughs> Craig Bellamy, I, I love Craig Bellamy. I think he's top three greatest coaches this this game has ever seen. And um, haven't had the pleasure of being coached by him. But everyone I talk to, Will, says that what you see is with the you know the blow-ups and the intensity, which is all in good nature, he just cares deeply for his players. And that's something that comes across to all his playing group. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think I sort of, I remember my very first Zoom call with Craig when I was sort of, you know, in the talks about coming over. And um, I was pretty, you know, nervous and intimidated, when, you know, when I was waiting for the Zoom to connect. So, but having that sort of first um, conversation with him, um, yeah, I've seen a completely different side. You know, uh, like you said, he cares deeply about his players, and I think the biggest thing he just cares deeply about the club as well. Mm. Um, everyone involved, not just the players, but everyone there. So, and that's not just him as well. That's all the staff, that's all the coaches, the trainers, every, everyone there. So, um, yeah. But he also, you know, he does have a good spray in him as well. So I'm still getting used to that. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Hey, listen, uh, Friday night, it's the Bunnies in Sydney. Uh, as a Bunny supporter, I can't wish you luck. And I'm not being rude uh, in doing that, but this is this is a good game. They're coming off an emotional win last week um, because of Sat's father, John, passing away. And it was an amazing game of rugby league against yep. Manly. Um, yeah, how are you, you seeing this game? Well, Melbourne have got Money Munster back. Well, yeah, with the dodgy, his, his, his dodgy finger. He was outstanding last week, Will, wasn't he? He's, he's just, uh, he plays like he's in the backyard. Yeah, he's, he's, he's something different. I've never seen someone like him in terms of what he can do on the field. So, um, yeah, for Friday, I mean, I think this is going to be a pretty big test for you know, not only myself, but also the team. Um, obviously, the Rabbitohs is pretty, well, we see him as, as one of the top teams in the comp, and uh, no doubt, I think heading up to Sydney, we we probably gonna have to, you know, um, perform better than we have this season and try to put together, you know, uh, our best performance performance so far. So, um, I think there'll be a lot on this game. It'll be pretty fiery, but yeah, I'm sure the boys are pretty excited for it and yeah, looking forward to it. Well, mate, take it easy on our fellas, all right? Please, <laughs> just don't go too good, all right? <laughs> hey, good luck with the move. Uh, Will Warbrick from uh, the Melbourne Storm. We appreciate your time tonight on Sports Day, mate. Best of luck for the year. Cheers. Thank you very much. What a nice young fella. Good kid. Good athlete. Great athlete. Oh, mate, he's outstanding. Well, not only not only is he uh, a sevens player for New Zealand, he he got a silver medal in, in 2020. He's, he's into a number of sports. Like, he's... he's He's good at a number of sports. He's just one of those freakish athletes. Yeah. I was going to ask him if he played cricket in the summer. In New Zealand, they just play everything, don't they? Mm. He played Aussie rules, actually. Did he? In New Zealand, there is a, a competition that started up. And I was in Christchurch not so long ago, and and I, just one of the locals says, oh, yeah, I'm the president of the local AFL 
Aussie rules team. Yeah. Yeah, so. Hmm. Right, yeah, listen, we're going to go to a break. Uh, when we come back, we've got uh, Simon Orchard from Greyhounds New South Wales. And then we're going to do this. Yes! 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 Ugh, yuck. It's like it all lump it. As Ricky Mungrel says, your, your playing card, if it was scratched, would smell like a Chico roll. Yeah, dipped in gravy. <laughs> hey, what about this text from 280? Broncos got Reynolds in his 30s. Why not Pierce? There's talk tonight. Yeah, it's a good argument. I mean, he's, yeah. he's 31, Adam Reynolds, at the time, not 34. And It's a big difference in age in the NRL, isn't it? Especially when you're taking yourself away from the NRL and have to come back into it. And would you say Reynolds is a better halfback? I think they're, I think there's not much between them. There's a... Split match between both of them, I think. I saw someone today, I forget who it was, has said that uh, Reynolds mm. is the most important player in the NRL. When it, comes, Im- when it comes to his side, and probably other teams, some teams, like I mean, it's fair to say that Munster, if Munster's gone from Melbourne, they're a completely different side. So there's an argument to that. Hey, did you see the video on social media getting around today where Reynolds has kicked the ball from the field mm-hmm. into a gap about a metre wide up into it, like a, a, onto a balcony? Yeah. Unbelievable. It was a good kick, mate. Oh, you wouldn't be able okay. to do it. Mm-hmm. You'd lose your shoe. But he's shoe. a kicker. Yeah, but it's hard to do, mate. It's like saying, did you see Tiger Woods? He hit that golf ball and, well, that's what he does. Where is it? Welcome back. Welcome mate, back. put your hand up. Oh, I know you've been away because... <laughs> Put your hand up, mate, when you're going to push the button. Sports day. Back in a moment. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, th- Wednesday nights. It's not Thursday yet, is it? I keep hoping it's a Thursday night. <laughs> My uh, two nights on the show. Ladbrokes Golden Easter Egg. Wentworth Park, April 8th. I've already had some Easter eggs this year. Your lovely wife, Beck, mm-hmm. brought Easter eggs into the office yesterday. That's only because she bought, she buys so many of them for herself. They're the little ones too. You know the tiny, solid ones? Let's yep. bring in Simon Orchard, one of the greatest hockey players ever to play the game, former Kookaburra, uh, average tipster, uh, coming on the show now. Mate, the little solid eggs, they're the go, aren't they? No. I was just thinking, boys, my mm. favourite has to be the caramella egg. I could eat them by the truckload. Oh, Absolutely yeah. love them. I agree. Uh, and there's another one. I can't remember its name, but it's got a sort of a white sticky stuff inside. It's a red, yellow, and maybe a red and yellow one. It's a special sort of egg. I can't remember the brand. Is it the, the cream name. one? Is it, the, is it the, the Cadbury's yeah, cream? that's it. Yeah. It's the cream mm. egg. Yep, yeah, that's the one. You, you know what you can do with your bilbies? Get rid of those. They're rubbish. We've got to have chocolate <laughs> that has been produced out of a rabbit's backside. <laughs> like, seriously. Uh, mate, let's get on to the golden Easter egg. This, How much is it? Is it three, did you say over 300 grand last week? It's a lot of Easter eggs. I'll give you the hot tip. $300,000 to the winner, boys. Uh, and we had the heats last Saturday night. So, look, a lot of the best and brightest dogs got through. And we're talking, you know, she's a pearl. Victor Damien, the absolute superstar from South Australia, uh, our old friend Zipping Kyrgios, who had retired and is now back like Johnny Farnham. He got through as well, so he continues to plug away. 
You've got Panama Pepper, the dog from WA that's come across and joined the Lord Kennel, the best kennel in the state. Mia, she's fast. Lend me dad. Look, it's just a list of absolute superstars, and they go around again in the semifinals on Saturday night. So we've got four semifinals. Top two from each will go through to the final. It's on April 8th, and it's worth $300,000. And look, boys, all roads lead to that night uh, in, on Saturday week where we've not only got the Golden Easter Egg final, but we've got a host of features. We've got the Magic Maiden, that's worth twenty five grand. The new sensation, $40,000. The Association Cup, that's worth seventy five grand. The Ambrosoli, twenty five grand. The Ultrasense, twenty five grand. It's like I feel like Oprah just giving away twenty five <laughs> grand. You get twenty five grand. You get twenty five grand. It's it's just absolutely awesome. And our trainers and participants are just loving it, boys. Because if they've got a half decent dog, they can make not only a living, they can make a fortune at the moment. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Now, before we get some tips off your sign, um, our unofficially mm. adopted dog Fat Pizza mm. a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> he's a battler. Still a maiden, tries his heart out every week. Um, is Fat Pizza running at all this week? Look, Fat Pizza, uh, of course. For those who haven't listened, we joined. He joined the show as the unofficial ambassador or the unofficial dog of the show. But basically, because you know we're all fat and we like pizza. And this guy, as you said, he's a battler who <laughs> hasn't won and he didn't win again this week, boys. He went around at Richmond. Uh, on Sunday, unfortunately, he ran seventh in an eight-dog field. Mm. He was about uh, seven or eight lengths behind the winner. So Fat Pizza remains a maiden. For those listening in at home, 55 starts now for zero wins, but 30 placings. So for anyone that thinks, well, look, this dog, Dead Set, could not um, run out of sight on a dark night, he can run. He just can't win. Uh, and they've got to have second, third, fourth, and so on in order for there to be champions in the greyhound world. And Nick Kilner, maybe we'll get him on the show one day. I was he just thinking Fat that. Pizza. So look, we look... Yeah, we're looking forward to pizza getting that maiden soon. But honestly, the longer he goes without that win, the longer we can keep plugging him here as their unofficial champion of the show. Should we give Nick some advice, Sats and Simon, on how to get this dog <laughs> up for a victory? I mean, we, we know we can, in some inspiring words. Mm, yeah, possibly. Maybe possibly. that's what he needs, fellas, a rev up of some yep. kind. Maybe, um, yeah, maybe maybe we can get our heads together. Are we sure Fat Pizza's actually pizza a greyhound? Right <laughs> you sure it's not like a staffy or something like that? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> but just a large cat. I've seen Fat Pizza in the flesh, uh, and he's a beautiful dog, a beautiful-looking dog, brindle dog. Uh, and look, If Fat Pizza was actually a three, pizza, yeah. what sort of pizza would he be? Uh, one with a lot. Well, he hasn't got the lot because he's not winning. Well... Uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or not much. Maybe just a plain margarita. Yeah, no <laughs> I think you're right. Is there an inspiring dog movie? Like, is there, should we, I don't know, should we sit him down and make him watch Farlap, the story of Farlap or something like, you know what I mean? Just to get his juices flowing. <laughs> should we do that? Yeah, Seabiscuit. We'll have a movie marathon. There you we'll go. Yeah, exactly. We'll watch, I'll take the Farlap. I'll take my Border Collie down. He's fast. Maybe yes. I can rub off on each other and... Yes. Fat Pizza can get that maiden. Because, look, as I said, boys, they can't all win. So you've got to have it the rest of the field. But Fat Pizza, I just feel like he's getting closer. Although, you know, he goes around each and every week at double-figure odds. Uh, yeah, that win is just saluting him so far. Can we give him a, a prize of, like, a sexy female dog at the end of the race if he wins? Yeah, just <laughs> give him, I don't know, apart from, you know, some, oh, we've got to give him something special. <laughs> uh, Radio tonight, Wenty Park. Please find us a winner. Yeah, look, we're going to go three different ways here, boys. The first, race four, number two, silver session, and we're going each way. So this is a heap of the Magic Maiden that I mentioned earlier. It goes off tonight. That and the new sensation heats go off tonight. So uh, just before we give the tips, 
these races, boys, if you go back through the history, some of the champions of right now or of yesteryear started in these sort of races. So last year in the Magic Maiden, Zipping Novak took it out. He won the Richmond Derby only a couple of months ago. If you look at the new sensation, last year's final had Yuko Girl, Good Odds Emma and French Martini. Two of them have won Group 1 races in the last 12 months. And French Martini is a Group 2 winner. So if you're looking for the, the champs of the future, they will go around tonight. So we start race four, number two, Silver Session. We're going to go each way because uh, she's a really big price. I think she's about 12 or $13 at the moment. You know why I'm tipping her? Because I went out to the property this morning at Salt Ash up here at Newcastle. I saw Steve Davies who trains the dog and this thing just had a look in its eye like it was ready to run and rip and tear tonight. And it's not hopeless. It ran second in a big... Uh, the big Robert Smith Memorial Maiden that we had at the Gardens earlier this year. So I think Silver Session at an each-way price is a bet. Race four, number two. And then race nine, number eight, got the feature. And race 11, number six, Palawa King are favourites, and deservedly so. Got the feature. Whenever it draws one or eight, it just wins. They're the facts. Race nine, number eight. And race 11, number six, Palawa King is in one of the best kennels in New South Wales. I just think tonight from box six, as long as it stays out of trouble, it should be winning as well. So they're your three tips for Winnie Park tonight. Rightio. Uh, Greyhound Super Series presents the Labrokes Golden Easter Egg. Saturday, 8th of April, at Wentworth Park. Simon, we'll catch up with you next week. Looking forward to it, boys. Hooroo. Yes! 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 Ugh, yeah. Yeah, time for Like It or Lump It. We really have to work on that, um, that intro, Sats. That's a good intro. I think it's one of our best intros, to be honest. You don't like it because you weren't part of it. Where, where's the uh, recording come from? Whose bedroom? Um, bats. Let's not go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? I didn't hear any monkeys in the background or anything like that. This is what rats would sound like. You ready? You got it? Ready? Yes! 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and a bit of this. Hello? <laughs> and this. Hello? Uh, anyway. Uh, let's get into it. What do you got for me? What do you got? Like a lump. This is where you uh, throw up a question here. So the, yeah, the. The rights for the NRL Grand Final are being discussed again. Yep. It's that old argument, oh, is it going to go to Brisbane? Melbourne hosting an NRL Grand Final at the MCG. Like it or lump it? Like it. Like it. Oh, look, I, I'd love to see the game stay in its traditional home of New South Wales. Sorry, Queensland listeners. Uh, but what's wrong with taking it interstate, overseas, whatever? Mm, no, 90,000 like people at the lump MCG it. watching the greatest game of all. It's the worst Ground to watch an NRL game. I'll be at home watching it on the telly. I don't care. <laughs> but why? That's imagine that. I got lump it. Okay. What do you think? Uh, I I like it. I'm all for it. It's growing the game. I don't like it in places like Perth or Adelaide though. I think that's a waste of time. Yep, I agree. Um, I've got one for you. Stick mm-hmm. with me on this. Yep. Online shopping. You into it? Like it or lump it? No, I'm very apprehensive about it. There you go. About my details being out there. So lump it. Lump it. Um, this is something I saw on Media Watch this week. Mm-hmm. Now, I very rarely watch the ABC, so I saw it streaming. Radio Station 6 PR, uh, this bloke, I don't know who he is, but he's finally bought himself something online. And this is how the discussion, this is on breakfast on News Talk 6 PR in Perth. What is your most recent online purchase? One double three eight eighty two. I actually purchased an item online last night. If you think it all sounds dull, you'd be wrong because Charlie on the text line has been in touch. This one got my eye. My last online purchase was a flashlight, Carl. Flashlight? Flashlight. Mm. It's like a regular flashlight, but the exterior is made out of 
a rubber for better grip and comfort. That is from Charlie. For better <laughs> Like it or love it. Oh. But he didn't know what a flashlight was. He's thinking flashlight. This is when he realises what it is. And a few minutes later, Millsy was fessing up to his mistake. I have to apologise. I didn't know that device is a device for men. I, did, I honestly didn't know. So I'm what did you think? Again. What did you think it was? I thought it was like a torch that you took to the beach and you didn't want to drop it in the water and therefore it's got better grip. For those of you that are offended, I apologise. It's not something that I'll be buying. Well, it does what have a, a better flashlight? grip. What's a flashlight? <laughs> uh, Matt McKeldon from the driver's seat just popped in. I think he's... Have you, Matt, you know what it is, don't you? Don't be rude. I'm going to no, Google I, this. I, I, Everyone's uh, Googling at the moment. <laughs> a flashlight. Yeah, you don't oh. want your wife, put it this way, you don't want your oh. wife to see that Google search. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are yeah. you Googling on a work computer? It's all right. It's under your name. I'm not surprised that you know what it is, though, Woogie. A flashlight. Not a shock here at all. <laughs> Shop flashlight sex toys. Oi, oi, oi. Kids oi. in the car. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm, I'm Thank blushing. You. Thank you for, to Media Watch and also 6PR for giving us some good content. Oh, so, wow. like it or lump it, online shopping. Yeah, lump it. <clears throat> lump it. Imagine you getting on there and going, oh, I'm going to get myself a new torch. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go to a break. Uh, this is the Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Um, make sure you raise your search history on that computer. 0457 736 736 is our text number. If you want to get um, want to get involved in the show, Stephen Dubbo, where's Glenn? He's been quiet tonight. Yeah, he has. I think he has been a bit quiet. I've got a text here. Uh, what boys? I guess you don't need one, but being a bachelor, they're the best. It's not all for the girls. We can have a good time too. That's mm. from 302. 302. Is that a burner phone, 302? <laughs> Andy says, easy with the Easter eggs, Woogie. Oh, come mm. on, Andy. Yep. I've been, how, I've been so good. I've been very good. Um, oh, Glenn of... says, if you don't read out my text, you can lump it. Okay, thanks for contributing tonight. Now, you asked a question at the start of the show around um, whether you would watch rugby now that Joseph Sualee is going over. I, I will. I'll watch it with interest. And one, Eddie, more Eddie Jones. One, because Eddie Jones. Two, yeah. I'll watch Joseph Sualee. William Sats. This is from Dan. Uh, regarding your question to the listenership about uh, would you watch the Wallabies, Absolutely not. I'm a one-eyed eyed in the wool rugby league fan. I'm not sports uh, agnostic. I have zero interest in rugby or any other footballing code. So, yeah, I mean, each to their own. But I, I will watch with interest. I mean, I remember when when I, mean, I was still playing. I remember when Rat and and Wendell and Lottie went over. I was I was, I was entrenched in rugby. I, I couldn't wait to see how the leagueies would play. Uh, evening, guys. I think Rugby Australia took the wrong fullback. Imagine if they had taken Teddy. This is from... Uh, six four one, um, they hammered down the parkway. Imagine they took Teddy. Yeah, that would have had an impact. It'd be interesting with Teddy. I don't think he would have been a fullback because he hasn't got a kicking game. 
It'll be yeah, interesting, Teddy. Yeah, and he doesn't pass. Well, no, he's got a beautiful pass. He doesn't. He never pass, used no. to have a pass. We've got a beautiful pass now. I think he'd probably be a centre. I reckon. Um, some more on rugby. Uh, Jace from JPG. Not a chance in the world I'd ever watch Rugby Union again. It's pretty ordinary for years. Up the Panthers, he says. Raider Dave says, I'll watch rugby again when we start winning something. Yeah. Yeah. We did also ask um, if you did have a player card. We had the game day squad on earlier on. But if you had a, play, a player card that you could scratch, what smell would you want your smell to be? Yep. What was yours? Um, you didn't give one. Mine's gravy. Yours is gravy, yeah. Mine was velvet. Um, Velvet. Yeah. Um, Ed said that Tyson Frizzell would be the smell of honeycomb and Liam Martin would be the smell of a jockstrap. I reckon that's fair. Hey, listen, listen, Glenn from Newcastle's on the line. We're just waiting because he's going to get his notes. Do you want to talk to him or not? Play it now. Play the music now before he's even come on. Okay. Michael from Dremoyne. We can't say that about that that former player and what he would smell like. Um, what's another smell here? G'day, Shags. Matt Burton would smell. No, you can't say that either, Reptile. Come on. Hey, Sats, we're around the same age. What was the aftershave you used to wear when you were out on the town? Mine was J-U-P, but it's spelt, it's pronounced Yoop, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yoop. Yours would have been Menage. I can't, still, uh, can't stand the smell of it now. Menage. Can I honestly say, I'm not, I'm not saying this. I was an old spice man. Oh. My my dad bought me a bottle of old spice when I was about sixteen, and I think I still had the same bottle three or four years later. Daddy Vass, is he is he all right to put to wear, or are we risking something here? Uh, Sporty Gab yes. says, uh, "Who used to collect those Scanlon's footy cards and keep them the same player?" I had so many cards of Neil Pringle, John Gray, Steve Edge. The smell of the gum on the footy cards was a nice aroma. Yeah, oh, you're right, Sporty so Gab. Good. Yeah, I, you're right. I'd just lick my cards. I seriously would. Uh, mate, your mate's on the phone. Hey, Glenn. Hello, Seth. How are you, buddy? I'm really good, mate. What's going on? When's your new segment start? Well, yeah, we'll give it its Waratah West Wacky Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, Rat, if you were listening, Sats and Daddy Vass. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rat, if you only want Rooster Mongrel, any show, Adrian, and I, I am a dolphin or am I a storm shame? Do you think he deliberately tries to talk about topics that he does get? You know, the frightening cut. thing is, I do like Len, but the fact that he actually wrote that down, he went get, to get those notes. I think he actually texted in as well, if we need to finish it off for him. Uh, hey, uh, Steve Johnson's coming up soon too with the driver's seat for some of our stations. He never gets here to about 10 past mm. in the second hour. What's he doing here this early? Drinking a Macca shake. Look at him. Scotty, I used to like him when he was skinny. This team would flog the Wallabies, Bondi Jack. Who? Miller, Corabidi, Suwali'i, Penasini, Vunavalu, Ponga, Ilias, Asafa Solomana, Crichton, Murray, Olakawatu. Oh, imagine Olakawatu as a, as a oh, yeah. junior player. Uh, Toby Rudolph, Junior Bolo, The Cheese, Payne Haas. Yeah, it's not a bad team there, Bondi Jack. Hey, um, Biddy McChoz, yeah. McCoz says Sheen's chasing an over-the-hill halfback. Story checks out. Sheen's is the worst Tigers signing in two decades. No, Says something. You can't say that. You can't. Well, you can say it because that's your opinion. But he's a great man. He's a good coach. He's the perfect guy you want them to get through this this next chapter. It's... 
And especially if, if Benji's going to be a good coach, and I think he will be a good coach, Benji. Um, he's got the right man that's just going to steer him in the right direction. And The boys from the drivers that have said they're coming on shortly, got 50 seconds. Who wins the Formula One? Steve Johnson. You'll turn your mic on. Oh, my mic's on now. Yeah. Thanks. You normally do that, will you? 40 seconds, mate. 40 seconds. Uh, who's going to win? Yeah. Uh, Charles Leclerc. No, it sounds like a chocolate. So, well, I'm not going to say Daniel Ricciardo, am I? Oh. <laughs> most, overrated, most overrated. What? He, well, he'd just be doing walking through the pits. Yeah, he'll be swanning somewhere. He'll uh. be he'll be fluffing everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Piastri is he any chance? No, nah. not even a top three finish. No, nah. hundred to one. Yeah, good to put a couple of dollars on it. Take him a while, won't it? In, in the bucket, yeah. it's not that he's driving. No, no chance. <laughs> Rightio, then. Let's get On this. Sports Day, no. it's time for the last wow. laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I it. I wonder when Stevie J comes in early. Yeah. He's coming right well, in. On He's going to do a set after me. <laughs> the stage is yours, Sats. Tim from Woolaware says uh, the manly halfback would smell like smelly Dutch ovens uh, if it was his uh, scratchy card. Uh, now, I spoke to a mate of mine. It's, it's sad. A man and his, his wife went to vacation in Jerusalem and while they were there, unfortunately, his wife passed away. And so the undertaker told the husband in Jerusalem, you can have a shipped home for five grand or you can have it buried here in the Holy Land for $150. He said, no, I'll, I'll ship a home for 5000 He said, can I ask you why? Why would you spend 5000 to ship a home when it only cost you 150 He said, well, long ago, a man called Jesus Christ died here. He was buried here. And three days later, he rose from the dead. And I just can't take that chance. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, pulling out the sexist jokes uh, this week. You can get away with it this week. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Grab the podcast, Sports Day New South Wales. Goodbye!